What is up, world? Welcome to Apocalypse Now, the movie hangout show from Apocalypse Movies. I am your host, Jacob Bartley, and we almost got a full house here tonight, just waiting on Keith Barnes. But until then, you have myself, you have Jake Berlin, you have Brian Avalicino, and Gio, Gio Ramos. What is up, guys? Surviving. Long weekend. <laughs> yeah, but you say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> It's about to be the best weekend of your life, you know. It is going to be a long there. weekend. <laughs> we got, uh, you know, the DC fandom going on. We got a couple fantasy drafts going on. It's going to be fun. And I feel like, so, I mean, we're going to talk about our DC stuff, but I feel like, uh, it, you know, it's the closest to, like, waking up in the morning and going and covering Comic-Con, you know. It's like it kind of has that kind of feeling, but except it's all a virtual feeling so we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit here but before we get to all the fun stuff why don't you tell them about something else fun geo our podcasts absolutely so you guys can not only find us on youtube but we have audio podcasts on apple spotify anchor google play anywhere you listen to podcasts pocket casts we encourage you guys to go check us out you can still do that when you're on the go or you know can't necessarily uh watch a YouTube screen or something. Um, not only that, we also encourage you guys to subscribe and interact with us via giving us a like or leaving a comment, what you thought about the episode. Um, so we do appreciate that. Um, that kind of interaction gives us more um, exposure to the podcasting world. And our goal is to be up there and to interact with a lot more of you guys. So please do check us out. Please do that. And yes, so for those of you who watch Apocalypse Now regularly, you know what our movie watching challenge is. The, basically the segment where we challenge each other to watch movies every week. At least one of us gets challenged to watch a movie that is chosen by the other four. And then you, the viewers, select which movie that person is watching. And Keith is in the house. What's up, Keith? What's happening? What's going on, guys? Not much, man. Glad to have you here. We got the whole five-man crew. Lucky you guys. Yes. Um, so, yes. So, like I said, you guys choose what movies we watch now on the Movie Watching Challenge. So, Brian was chosen last week, or he was chosen on Tuesday, and we chose four movies. So, we are going to reveal what that movie is. And Brian doesn't know either. I don't mm -hmm. know. I think Jake's the only one who knows. I haven't seen the whole. I, I honestly forgot that this was going on so i haven't checked it so i didn't, don't even have the slightest well, that's good and bad why why is that bad because <laughs> you forgot about our part of our show but you it's good so we, you can be no surprised. if i'm gonna forget something this was the perfect time exactly. to forget because now i get to be excited about what i'm gonna exactly. watch no, I'm just giving you a hard time. So what do we have for Mr. Avalosino this time? Yeah, around? so uh, I had mentioned last week how uh, I kind of did we did the YouTube. We usually do the YouTube poll and a lot of people give us, you know, thank you for everyone who votes on the YouTube poll, obviously. Um, but I've been testing out our other social medias for a Twitter poll and then Facebook comments. And this week, we actually got a lot of response from not just Twitter, uh, but also Facebook. A lot of people were interacting on the Facebook page, which was great. And so I had to pull some math um, in my own head <laughs> as far as counting numbers and percentages and stuff. Uh, and so with all of the votes in mind, um, even though you know the YouTube poll doesn't say it all because it actually became a very close race at the end, uh, with the other social media votes, um, but the movie that Brian, but, hey, I gotta lead it in to make sure people know that they can vote everywhere. This reminds me of they my vote everywhere. Of my um, the movie that Mr. Brian will be watching, and Mr. Keith will be very happy. It is Groundhog Day. Ah, there we go. Nice. I, that was that was the one that I kept seeing everywhere. That the the. The tweets and all that stuff, that was the one that I kept popping up and seeing the most. Yeah, and so just to give a little background, Groundhog Day won the YouTube poll. Um, funny enough, Eurotrip won the Facebook poll. Wow. Um, so which was, made, it, made it very close, and Castaway uh, was a mixture in between them all. Um, and mm. Birdman was in second in the, uh, in the YouTube poll, but it really fell off in the other social media polls. Um, mm. And so it became very close, but it was a 
it was an overwhelming favorite for ground for Groundhog Day. I want to say it was close to like fifty percent of the votes. Well, that's not a bad choice. I don't know if you you saw Jake, but we we talked about we had Brian guess who chose which movie. And the viewers were so upset because they wanted to hear the answers, but we couldn't give the answers. Because uh, maybe that's something we do in the yeah. future. And I know Star Drew just asked <laughs> as well. Uh, I mean, we keep it a look, secret because it's not movies this, that we can I'll, challenge. Look, we tease them. We tease them so it. bad. I think we should tell them this. Just this how about time. this? I mean, I'll, we we. I mean, we if we really wanted to, we could kick Brian out right now. Kick me out. And, That's fine. And I will tell I, the viewers. I promise. No, so remove Brian. Fully remove yourself from the string, and then and then okay. bring yourself back in in like thirty seconds. All right. Okay. okay so Jacob, go ahead. Which movie did you, which obviously you Keith chose Groundhog's Day because you said yes. it, but yes. um, yeah, I chose Castaway because I I love Castaway. I think it's an all time great, and I'm so shocked he hasn't seen it. And I chose Euro Trip. You guessed that. So, and then obviously, Geo, you picked Birdman. Birdman. Yeah. And Eurotrip <laughs> is totally a Brian movie. I can't wait for him to watch that one day. Yeah. So. And th- I think that's a movie we do a watch along for, though, personally. Yeah, um, I'm down. But we'll see. We'll see. He would love it. But yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Brian comes back yeah. soon. <laughs> I told him 30 seconds, so hopefully, he knows how to count. <laughs> He's going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> do you um, remember what he said? I think he, he thought that, he thought that uh, Castaway was me. Yeah, he, yeah, he got it wrong. Yeah. He got it 50-50. He got two right and two wrong. Yeah. Jacob, I think he said you did Birdman, right? Yeah, I think he did. I think he did say that, yeah. Yeah. Which he wouldn't then, have been no problem. I, I love Castaway, so I, I really I actually wanted him to watch that, to be honest. That would make sense, you know? if I mean, I would have been yeah. cool with either of these choices. They were all – either of them, of them great, I would have yeah. been happy with, for right. sure. Um. So, yeah, so – He, he clearly doesn't know how to count, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly yes. Um, so, well, I guess you know Brian's gonna watch Groundhog's Day. So, oh, oh, here there we go. he is. Here we go. Hey, Brian. Okay, that was so, more than thirty seconds, but you know it's okay. I, I wanted to be sure. Outside to- of that, uh, oh, I think your mic changed. Yeah, but, switch, switch uh-oh. your mic, switch your mic. But uh, are you excited to watch Groundhog's Day, Brian? Do I sound better now? Yes. Yes. You guys sound worse. But uh, yes, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm excited to watch any of them, honestly. Um, they were all good choices. Um, yeah, I, I was I was ready for any of them, to be completely honest. Nice, nice. And also to add, uh, the movie is available on Netflix. So there you go. Yay, free. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, okay, so the most I can say about this ne- next subject is that you guys know the DC fandom is this weekend or tomorrow uh saturday uh, august 22nd and we're going to be covering it to the best of our availability uh live and uh on this youtube channel but i want to revert to geo and jake to tell the the viewers exactly what we're going to be doing tomorrow regarding this event go ahead yeah, jake. so uh, I'll, I'll i'll once i announce the schedule i'll revert to geo um but we do have an official schedule up uh and i'll put the image up right here uh, these are the ones that we'll specifically be covering. We're still figuring out um, the Aquaman and Shazam one. And the reason why is because um, out of all of the panels that are happening tomorrow, DC fandom, these are the ones that have like the hard hitting official stuff coming from the movies that we know of. Of course, if we have the opportunity to cover stuff like Aquaman and, Sh- and Shazam, we will do it, but we know it's official um wonder woman is getting uh an official trailer we have all of this news coming out from flash obviously uh so we got to make sure we're covering that suicide squad is the longest panel of the entire day which means that they're more than likely going to be dropping a trailer um and the entire cast is going to be on there of course snyder cut duh um we get to see our first official look at black adam with the rock and maybe a possible announcement of henry cavill on there and then obviously the Batman, and they've been teasing stuff for that movie throughout the week. Uh, probably a first official look of Robert Pattinson in the suit and maybe even a teaser because they have been shooting for a while. Um, and especially with COVID and the movie being pushed back, uh, there's a chance they could have done the James Gunn effect to Comic-Con and put together a very quick teaser for fans, which we could possibly be seeing. So, uh, But like I said, we may very well fit in the Aquaman and Shazam one in there, but for sure, officially, these are the ones that we'll be live on uh, we're only going to be live for the panel uh, because we have to go from panel to panel. And you see the times there. That's five minutes before the panels actually start. 
And so the Wonder Woman starts at 10 a.m. We're starting at 9.55 to kind of get a little preview, get set up. And then uh, we'll be going throughout the panel. And then as soon as the panel ends, we'll probably finish up like 10, 15 seconds right afterwards because we have to jump to the next one right away. Um, and so, Gio, uh, you know, thoughts on this one? You're, you're going to be heading this the entire day. You're going to be on every single video. Uh, we'll be we'll be fluttering in and out with you. Um, and so just just thoughts on, on what's going to go down tomorrow. Yeah, all of a sudden that flash panel is – 10 times more anticipated than it was yeah. two days ago, honestly. Um, so that's a big one right there. Also keep your eye on the DC comics surprise panel. Um, I believe that's right before the, right after the Snyder cut. Um, my prediction on that panel is looking a lot more uh, good now than it was uh, 48 hours ago. But overall, I agree with you, Jake. I think these are the major ones. You're going to get uh, trailers. You're going to get first looks. And so, um, yeah, let, let's give our reactions and uh, have a fun day of a whole lot of uh, DC content. Yeah, everything's going to be live, too. Uh, you guys may wonder if they're pre-recorded or anything. Everything is going to be straight live. You're going to see a lot of live videos on the channel tomorrow. Um, and you'll see a lot of faces popping in and out, which will be a lot of fun. And so come hang out. Uh, the I'll, I'll make sure the 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 schedule is up on our Twitter page so you know. Uh, but if you're subscribed here, if you follow, you should get that notification. Hit that bell, and you'll know exactly when we go live. That's what I was um, going to say. Yeah, and so uh, and like I mentioned, um, if the pan some of the panels are ten minutes, that means our video is going to be ten minutes. If the Suicide Squad thirty minutes, that means our our video is going to be thirty minutes. We're going to run with the panels. Um, and so that way we make sure we give ourselves times to breathe before the next one, but it should definitely be fun. And like I mentioned, Gio is going to be heading it all. Um, and then, uh, we'll all be popping in and other panels, uh, when we are available. So, and I would assume probably there's a good chance that Tuesday we're going to break it all down. Yeah. Tuesday Newsday is definitely going to be DC fandom focused on what we have learned, uh, and new looks and all that type of stuff. So yes, that next Next Tuesday's now will definitely be another DC fandom focused uh, if we have not learned any other news at that point. We yeah, have not one, yeah. but <laughs> two days of DC coming up. I mean, <laughs> three, really. We just covered it on, we did it on Tuesday as well. So That's like right. three in one week, basically. And that Can makes I sense because like Tuesday, well, you know, we're going to dive in deep on Tuesday and have some time to like let it settle in. So that, that makes a lot of sense. Can I ask everyone out of curiosity what panel they're looking forward to the most? Hmm. Man, so it <laughs> it was Geo's like mine you know. was uh <laughs> the, Batman, the Batman, but now it, it now it's probably Flash to be honest. So Keith Batman, Geo Flash, or excuse me, Jacob Flash, anyone else? Suicide Squad. That's mine. Suicide Squad. Geo? It's a toss-up between Snyder Cut and Black Adam. Because I, I I thought um, you might I say think, Black uh, Adam. We're, we're gonna get a look at we're gonna get a look at the rocket yeah. in the suit for sure tomorrow. For sure. You think? A hundred percent. And then like all of us have been saying, they're one thousand percent bringing Henry Cavill in that Zoom chat to blow people's minds. A thousand percent. <laughs> well yeah just three days ago i said it's my dc dream that ben affleck comes back as batman it'll never happen and look where we are i mean it's we'll see how much but still it's happening it's literally it's happening, funny so it's crazy. funny because i saw a post that made me think of geo today and uh it was a picture of ben affleck with anna de Armas, and it said this is only be happening because of her and it was <laughs> and i was just like did Geo post this? And then it wasn't. So I was like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, he's he's a personal friend of James Gunn. Star I would not saying that. <laughs> I would not put that past James Gunn. That's crazy. I, I don't I think people would rebel if they kill him off within I can't I can't wait to see that trailer, that Suicide Squad trailer. I am so pumped it's to see that so trailer. Fun. And I don't know if you guys saw, but on Twitter today, James Gunn said that uh nobody not a single person has guessed who idris elba is playing out of all the people wow. car really? out, of all the characters, out of all the characters people have thrown out there he literally said not a single person has guessed who he's playing so that crosses out bronze tiger that's, that's interesting, interesting. Uh, well very interesting if 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 
you believe him. Like he swears, he still swears to this day that there is an Easter egg in Guardians of the Galaxy that no one has noticed yet. <clears throat> and that's uh, you know, that's we're talking six years ago, but there's it, Reddit has been all over this. Like someone's figured it out, and he just won't say. I think so. Uh, this could be this could be a Star Trek uh, Into Darkness situation where they're like Benedict Cumberbatch. He's not con. He's not con. He's not con. Okay, yeah, he's con. Like so, we don't maybe we don't know. I mean, he, he might be right, but we'll see. <laughs> I'll wait till the movie goes. It's a good back. point. Hey, it's a good point. Maybe he's just playing coy with everybody. Yeah. Star Drew, I sorry, I I know Jake, you don't like when I look at the comments, but uh, didn't no, they say? No, I, I don't like. I, you're fine. Look, like, it's when you're talking, you get distracted oh. by the comments. Yeah, because I <laughs> I like talking to people. Uh, Star Drew, didn't they already say he's um? Well, it wasn't official, but they pretty much nailed that he was Geo. What's the name of his character? The guy that uh, he's like that guy that um. Oh. Well, John, you're talking about John Cena, right? Yes, he's like Peacemaker. The, Peacemaker. Peacemaker. That's it. Peacemaker. Oh, yes. Okay. His character so. is Peacemaker. That's who he's playing. Yes, Peacemaker <laughs> was the character. I'm also. I don't know about you guys, but I'm also re like, really excited to get a first look at Polka Dot Man. That's gonna be <laughs> awesome. Did you see in the trade in weird. the little? Did you see it, in the little trailer he was wearing like a polka dot? Yeah, he was shirt. wearing a polka dot suit. Yeah, David Dalsmalshian, who kills it in the Ant Man movies, obviously. He's a he's a James Gunn regular. Um, I I'm stoked. Polka dot man, that's so cool. I think uh, I'm curious to see. I don't know his name, but uh, the German actor from uh, Pitch Perfect. Oh, what is his name in this? Uh, he's at the very end of the the DC fandom trailer. Uh, he always is like this outlandish. Oh, Flu Flula Borg. That's his name. Flula Borg. Sure. I, yeah. I, he's hilarious. I cannot wait. I'm so excited for the suicide squad trailer. I think it's going to be hilarious. And I guarantee you they're going to kill off. Um, what's his name? Oh God. Several people <laughs> in the trailer. <laughs> no, not in the trailer. Okay. Uh, okay. What is the guy that just made uh, that movie? This uh, the King of Staten Island. P. Davidson. Oh, P. Davidson. P. They're gonna kill him off. Oh, is, is so he ridiculously? In, he's in the squad? movie. Yeah. He's yeah. Wow. Literally, I keep. I feel like I keep looking at the cast and finding a new person every single time. Even Taika Waititi. I learned like two I mean, days ago that who he's wouldn't in agree if James Gunn calls you and says, "Hey, do you want to be in this movie?" Who wouldn't <laughs> say yes? Unless they're like want saving to be in a bigger DC role or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I think this is gonna. I'm. It's funny because I, I mean, Geo, you are the most excited. But the closer I've been getting, the more I'm actually kind of like legitly like excited for it. I mean, I'm really curious. Doing a good job. They are. They are. I will give them that props. They are doing a very good job at getting people hyped for this. Um, I'll say. I'll say one last thing before before we move on. Um, I did something. That I never thought I would do today, but I wanted to make sure that my expectations were extremely, extremely low. That way, tomorrow could be a lot of fun. I watched Justice League today, FYI. Ah, oh, there we go. That that'll do it. That I won't comment <laughs> on that. That will do it. All right. So, probably our favorite thing about doing this show is interacting with the viewers. We love it. So, Brian, why don't you tell them how they could do that more? Uh, you can literally do many of things. You can leave comments. You can what? <laughs> Nothing. No, now I'm not gonna do it. Now, now, <laughs> now you make me mad. Shaking your head. Go ahead. No, I have control. Send it back to you. This is Here. gold. Oops. <laughs> there. Go. You do it. This is gold. Well, basically, it's kind of self-explanatory, right? You can like our videos. <laughs> you can comment on our videos. You could subscribe to this YouTube channel and you could also find our podcast platforms and subscribe, like, and comment those just like uh, Gio was talking about earlier. And we just reached 4,200 subscribers. That is crazy, guys. We've come a long, long thank way. Well, Very you. long way. And that so is many. amazing. We're trying to get to 4,500. That is our next goal. So spread the word. Share with your friends. We tweet, retweet our videos. Uh, we would love it. And especially... Do you know people who are excited about this DC fandom? Point them in our direction. If they want to get, like, I don't know a lot of 
YouTube channels that are just doing live coverage like that. I'm pro I'm sure people are reacting to stuff and doing it like that. But yeah, point them in our direction if they want to see some live reactions and coverage of that. And please thumbs up our videos. We would really appreciate that. And of course, join this live shows and comment. That is always fun as well. So we haven't mentioned our main topic yet. I'll show. And that is uh, ranking the Russell Crowe films. One of the, in my opinion, one of the greatest actors of all time, especially of this generation. I would say, and one of the most celebrated. I mean, he's he was at, he's been at, he was at the top of movie world fandom uh, at one point, and he's still one of the most recognizable names. And we're celebrating Russell Crowe as an actor and as a place in Hollywood because his new movie Unhinged is out. But we can't really watch it easily. We might have there's there's one way going to the drive-ins, which I wasn't able to do last night before we did this show, but. I, I will say, and I'll talk about it when I go over movies. I just watched one of his movies today, and I'm very glad I did. But yes, so we did our personal list. We submitted them to Jake. He added them up to build our normal Apocalypse consensus list with the point system and everything. So, Jake, why don't you tell them a little bit more about how that goes? Yeah, so uh, the way this is going to work is that we're just going to go around the horn here and reveal our personal lists. And um, because... You know, all of us have seen maybe all of them, some of them, not not many. There's gonna there, we don't have an exact number on what the ranking is. Some of us will be like a top seven, others will be an actual top ten. Um, and the way our point system work is that we just add them up, and the uh, the number one movie on the list gets ten points, uh, and then it goes down from there. Second gets nine, third gets eight, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, with the highest points down, that's it's just an ascending order. So. Um, I don't know which order you want to do this in, Jacob. If you want to shoot it off to someone to announce their official um, personal list for Russell Crowe, that is on you. But that's and then, uh, we'll announce the consensus list afterwards, and we'll yeah. get into that a little bit more as far as a deep dive. So, okay, uh, let's start with Keith, man. Let's. Uh, so, are if we don't have ten, are we just saying the ones we do have? <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. So let's start with Keith. His personal Russell Crowe okay. um, rankings list. <clears throat> All right, so my number 10 uh, is a pretty good movie. Uh, I just saw it one time, but uh, it's pretty good. Uh, the Next Three Days, directed by Paul Haggis. Uh, my number nine is a movie I highly recommend. It's a great sports movie if you guys haven't seen it. Uh, my number nine is Mystery Alaska. Um, number eight is Man of Steel. Uh, my number seven is The Nice Guys. I try to get that higher, but... <laughs> I love my stats. Uh, my number six is uh, uh, The Insider, which is awesome. If you guys haven't seen that, I highly recommend that. Um, my number five, L.A. Confidential, also highly recommended. Uh, my number four, all these wrestling ones are highly recommended. I'm not going to say that anymore. Um, <laughs> my number four is Master and Commander. It's a movie I love. I wish they make a sequel to but they haven't or probably won't. Uh, my number three, great James Mangold, uh, 310 to Yuma. Number two is Gladiator. My number one is American Gangster. Nice. That is a solid, solid list. Some movies I haven't seen are on there. Uh, let's go to you next, Jake. Uh, real quick, but actually, before we move on, uh, Anthony, in the, he's been shooting something in the comments here for a little bit that we got to get to. Uh, just a okay. little detour here. Um, he had put this during our DC fandom discussion. Uh, he wanted to make sure this was mentioned. His cast for a Justice League movie. Um, so he has uh, Matt Reeves, Batman, Robert Pattinson, uh, Matt Bomer as Green Lantern, John Boyega as Martian Manhunter, uh, and then Liam Hemsworth as Green Arrow, um, which would be very, very interesting. And then he added Jennifer Lawrence as Huntress and Saoirse Ronan as Power Girl. <laughs> so, yeah, he mentioned this last time about uh, them doing a separate Justice League with Robert Pattinson's Batman and like it's a separate universe. And he asked us who we'd want to cast. And we basically just said, do the same DCEU cast and with somehow with flashpoint you mix it all up and it's still gal gadot and jason momoa and even if you said somehow that that's the younger yeah. version of ben affleck jason momoa and uh wonder woman they would kind of look the same right i mean they don't really age once they get to adulthood so i mean it could work yeah. but is matt bomber is he in doom patrol yeah he yeah. plays the he plays the invisible guy okay i like him a lot uh so yeah i like that cast if they announced that cast i wouldn't be mad all right, back to we, me. Well, we, we have Huntress, so that one would be have to be a different. Yeah, right. 
Um, Jennifer Lawrence would have to be okay taking a backseat, which I don't know if she is. Yeah, that's yeah, that is very true. Yeah, that's the only one. I love Jennifer Lawrence, but that's the only one where I was like, she probably wouldn't fit in that scenario. I kind of do her. dig the John Boyega as Martian Manhunter. He's a little though. boyish, though. I don't know. Like, I mean, there's a clear contrast between him and Harry Lennox, you know, who uh, I don't know. Not not to take anything away from Boyega, guy's a very talented actor. I I love him. He's great, but well, I don't know. Like. As a general, I don't know. That's fair, but there's a hey, there's a big contrast between uh, Affleck and Pattinson too. So it's it's kind of like you're kind of kind of looking at the same thing. Um, so I think he could. Yeah, if he, you he said that he was the younger version of him, then that's right. possible for sure. And even I forget the actor who plays him on Supergirl, which I love him. He might be the best part of. Supergirl overall. He is really good. Is the Martian yeah, Manhunter character on that. So he he's great too. Um, all right. So let's get back to our uh Russell Crowe list. And I kind of wanted to go like like this to yeah. with the list. So let's go to Jake, Brian, Gio, and then myself. All right. So mine, uh, number 10, I have the Ridley Scott Robin Hood. Um, number nine, I have Body of Lies. Number eight, Man of Steel, seven, American Gangster. Six, Cinderella Man. Five, Master and Commander. Four, LA Confidential. Three, The Nice Guys. Two, 310 to Yuma. And number one is Gladiator. That's a solid list. Brian? Uh, yeah, so I'm on the lower end of seeing these uh, his movies. Uh, I've seen six. Uh, number six, I have The Mummy. Uh, number five... I have the nice guys. Uh, <laughs> number four, I have Man of Steel. Number three, I have Boy Erased. Number two, I have A Beautiful Mind. And number one, I have Gladiator. Oh, I forgot about A Beautiful Mind. Nice. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised I haven't heard. Jake, did you say it in yours? Say what? A Beautiful Mind. I've never seen it. <gasps> adding it to the list. Oh, wow. Speak. Yes, I found a oh, movie. I've yeah. seen that. Jake we got to add it. movies to the list right away or else we're going to forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So as soon do, as they come up, Jake, add them to the list. <laughs> Jake, you'll like that movie. You would actually really like that. That's, that's a movie you'd like. I actually had to watch that for health class. In, in school. Yeah, in I school. did too. So, yeah. I'm, I can't believe I get to add a movie to the list for Jake, I only had like one left. So Sardrew, guess what? We all have movies that we like that a lot of people hate. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh man. I haven't um, even heard of this quick and the dead. Sorry. Quick and the dead. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Gio, what's your list, man? My borderline respectable list. I only have seven movies, unfortunately. <clears throat> Number seven is Robin Hood. Number six is The Mummy. Number five is American Gangster. Number four is The Nice Guys. Number three is Man of Steel, which did not have too much Russell Crowe in there. Number two is 310 to Yuma. And number one is Gladiator. Nice. I'm glad. Obviously, Gladiator's high up there. Uh, the, speaking of that, Gio, so... This is how I kind of see it. I was wondering when I was putting my list together, when I think of a Russell Crowe movie, I'm thinking, okay, movie that he's in a lot. So I may think Man of Steel is a better movie than some of these, but I don't – like I consider movies that I put higher than it more of a Russell Crowe movie. That's why Man of Steel in is not way. number one. But, yeah, I agree with you. Does that make sense to you guys? Or, or it, no? Does it, it does. Even if you had it's a cameo – It's not like, a Russell Crowe movie. Like, let's say, just for example, let's say he had a cameo in The Godfather, right? Just like a two-minute, like one-minute cameo. Would you put Godfather number one as a Russell Crowe movie? I don't I don't think so. So That's fair. But but that's you what, also you, you have to consider it. the role he's playing. You got to consider yeah, the role that's what I was thinking. He's play, I mean, he's playing, he's playing Jor-El. He's playing Jor-El. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I agree. I agree. But, like, he, if he was starring in Man of Steel, role. I feel like I would have it higher. You know, it's, it's different. I mean, but, look. Uh, he plays uh, a Anthony Hopkins role. is barely in Silence of the Yeah, Anthony Hopkins is only in Silence of the Lands for like 15 minutes. All right, but it, when That's you true. think about Silence of the Lands, you kind of think about him, and he won the Oscar for it as well. So 
it's that's a, a pretty big point. part. So I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's a debate uh, to be had. Uh, but um, okay. So yeah. I, I also only have seven movies and my seventh one. I Keith, literally, what is wrong with these people? Keith, what the hell, man? I'm saying What's wrong with guys, everybody. What I was doing? shocked when I put my list together and I only had, well, I only had six until I watched the movie today. Um, but I was shocked, honestly, because I, I thought I'd seen way more Russell Crowe movies, but I guess I haven't. Um, so when I sent in the list, I literally put bad, not deserved to be ranked. And this was number seven, <laughs> The Mummy. Um, and then so I have at number six, I have a beautiful have to put it on there. I mean. Yeah. Number six through one are all great movies. Uh, number six, A Beautiful Mind. Number five, Man of Steel. Number four, Gladiator. Number three, which I just watched today and I absolutely love it so much, is L.A. Confidential. Woo! Number two yeah. is The Nice Guys. And number one is 310 to Yuma. My boy James Mangold coming in hot with that movie. But I, guys, I just watched L.A. Confidential today. It is incredible. And I couldn't put it. Yes. It could be my number one, to be honest. But I, yes. I just need more time to think about it. But that movie, I understand why it's so loved and yes. kim bassinger anybody it's yep. she's yep very gorgeous in that film <laughs> um and always but yes so that's my list uh all right jake so why don't you reveal uh the consensus list okay so i'll go ahead and start with the ones that didn't make the uh the list so this is 16 through 11 and, and the way we do this is we we do a we do our personal top 10s and then we create a, an official top 5 and so six through 10 will be the official honorable mentions. These ones I'm going to go through very quickly are the ones that didn't actually make uh, the list. And this is The Next Three Days, Body of Lies, Mystery Alaska, The Insider, Cinderella Man, and Robin Hood. Um, those are the ones that didn't make the actual list. Um, and so starting out with number 10, cracking that spot is Boy Erased from Brian coming in at number three for him with eight points. Uh, cracking that spot solely because of Brian. So there is a number ten, uh, number ten spot. Brian, do you want to say anything about Boy Erased? Uh, yeah, it's a hard movie to watch, but it's so good. It's got um, Nicole Kidman and Russell Crowe, and oh, I'm forgetting the lead uh, character's name. Um, Lucas Hedges. Yes, um, and uh, it's. Oh, and Joel Edgerton, too. Um, and it's about uh, a f very, like, republic I, not Republican, but they, they're, they like, um, conservative. Conservative family, uh, conservative Christian family, and the son is gay, and they send him to a uh, gay conver conversion camp. Um, and uh, Joel Edgerton is the leader of the camp, and... Nicole, Nicole Kidman is the mom and the dad is Russell Crowe and the dad is actually a minister. So it's, it's, it's a, and it's a true story too. Um, so um, yeah, it's a intense movie. Yeah. I've actually never heard of that. Movie, so it's, it's interesting, but uh, uh, can we get Rachel's most recent comment on here? What are you talking about? Three ten to Yuma is very high on our list, Rachel. What are you, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> I've never seen it, so great. It could have been my number one. Probably should have been, but anyway. Yeah, it's it's right. a really really good movie. <laughs> um, awesome. uh, just in case anybody wants to watch Boy Race, it is available on uh, Amazon, I believe. It's a newer Amazon movie, Friday. right? Yeah, it came out uh, the last uh, few years. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to say like hmm. 2018. It was very small, oh. uh, like it was at, it was played at a uh, tower, so that's why it wasn't like everywhere. So. Oh, nice. Did you go there and watch it? I don't think so. I think oh, I waited until nice. it was out and watched it at home. But yeah, <laughs> it was wild movie. Really sad, but really good movie. All right. Well, moving on to our number nine is probably a movie that doesn't deserve to be on this list. And that is The Mummy. Oh, thanks man. to Gio and Brian, because they haven't Ridiculous. seen enough Russell Crowe movies. <laughs> No, me too. Um, we just shouldn't have ranked it. It came in it. with 10 points, uh, and that was uh, because of Gio and Brian. So I'll shoot this one to Gio. Thoughts on The Mummy, sir? 
Well, look, okay, if you guys just leave your brain at the door and go in with the popcorn, <laughs> it's Tom Cruise doing some impressive action sequences, which is, you know, not really a surprise. The sequence where he's in the plane and they're going all around, like, I think it's called uh, G-Force or Zero Force or something like that. Zero Gravity. Zero Gravity, that's freaking awesome. And Sophia Botella, even though the script wasn't great, she is amazing as the mm -hmm. mummy. She she, she mm -hmm. always does good in the roles that she is given, even if the material isn't as good. So there are things to like about the mummy, you know, and there are little Easter eggs throughout that unfortunately didn't go anywhere because the mummy didn't go anywhere. But still, if you just leave your brain at the door and go in and just like, okay, I just want to watch a movie. I'll even throw it on in the background while I'm folding laundry. It serves its purpose. Yeah. You know Yo, what? We, we saw this. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was with – We I think we all three saw it. Yeah, but go ahead, Keith. The three of us saw it, yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. And I sat next to Gio, and, boy, you were huffing and puffing that whole movie you did not like. Like, I've never sat some, with someone who did not like a movie as much as you just liked the movie that day. Well, because that was, the universe had so much promise. It did. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. I think we were very excited for that movie. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, Geo did I have it above, have the mummy above Robin Hood. <laughs> I, I kind of agree with you, Geo. It was kind of like, a, it wasn't horrible. I, I'm trying oh, to make well. a case for why it's on the list. <laughs> No, it should be on the list. I'm sure it would probably be at no. It's just, if, well, well, if you guys had seen Boy Erased, it'd probably be higher than or that. Cinderella Man or Beautiful Mind. Lower. I probably would have had yeah. those up there. Cinderella Man deserves to be on this list so much more than the Mummy. It, it does. Yeah. So I it think does. from it now on, if if I if a movie's bad, I'm le like if I don't think the movie should be ranked, I'm just gonna leave it off the list from now on when I do my <laughs> rankings. So I should have just submitted six <laughs> movies. Um, but he played Dr. Jekyll and Mr. H or Hyde. So that's right? is what yeah, I was going to mention. So here's the thing. Actually, the mummy, the whole movie is not terrible. It's not like the oh. like terrible. It's not Independence Day Resurgence. Like it, now he's jumping onto our bandwagon, Geo. But look, no, I'm serious. Jeez. But here's the thing. We're ranking Russell Crowe movies, right? Rank? So when I think of this movie during when I'm making this, I think of Russell Crowe in this movie. And his character was one of the worst parts of this movie. I think... Uh, the way they handled Jake Jekyll and Hyde in this movie, and then the the Jake Johnson, who I love Jake Johnson, but his character did not fit in this movie at all. Mm -hmm. I think those two things made this movie worse. <laughs> the Tom Cruise stuff, the Sofia Batella stuff was actually not bad, but the Russell Crowe part of this movie was terrible. So that's why it's like, when we're doing this list, it ends up really low, but it shouldn't even yeah. be on in the top 10. Um, Anthony, we'll get, we'll get to your list uh, after we reveal the uh, honorable mentions. So just hang tight, bud. Hang tight. Okay, moving on to number eight. Um, and this is thanks to Keith and myself for this one. Coming in at 13 points at number eight is Master and Commander, uh, a very, very underrated film. Um, Keith, I'll let you take this one, man. Uh, Master and Commander, thoughts? This thing is beautiful, right? This movie is spectacular, man. I... I it just no one saw it unfortunately so it's one of those ones where it's based on a series of books uh there's like 20 books in this series so i know they they were planning on this being a big franchise uh like coming off of uh the pirates films and stuff thought these big sea epics was going to be a thing uh unfortunately the crowds just weren't there to go see it but uh the critic it was really highly the critics loved it it was uh, very well regarded amongst the uh, critics and people that actually saw it but yeah man you got russell crowe you got um Vision, Paul Bettany. Uh, Paul Bettany. Paul Bettany. Yeah, sorry. Uh, who's great? Got a, the ending is awesome. I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, it's one of those ones you got to stick with this movie um, all the way through. And the, the sea battles are great. There's a lot of a lot of cat and mouse play between the two uh, between the two ships, and uh, it's it's really really good. I mean, I yeah, I couldn't recommend this movie enough. Keith, you want to know something funny? I've had this movie sitting in my dvd shelf for probably almost between 10 and 15 years because my mom's what? friend just gave me a bunch of movies and i've never watched it it just sits Watch in the it. same exact spot oh my i would, God. I would much rather them i would watch. much rather them reboot this than do pirates of the caribbean this is your ship movie right here this is what you do 
Yeah, I'd rather see a sequel, but uh, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, is, yeah, I agree. I is that great. a twentieth century Fox movie? Master know, and Commander. Um, I'll say this though: it it also it kind of ties into a uh, real world history too, because they, Keith, yeah. mistake me if I'm wrong, but they discover the Galapagos Islands in the movie, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh, yep. There was a, a crew that uh, uh, I remember. I know it's the HMS Surprise, the name of the ship. And uh, yes, and there was a big uh, oh, uh, Floriana Island and all that stuff that's around that area, and uh, uh, which is still still active today. It's like a big resort island and stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a big part of the story as well. Yes, it's a Universal film, by the way. Oh, okay. No, I was just mm. wondering because oh, okay. I. I thought you were saying like Disney should. This is the movie they should be making. Oh no, 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 just in general. Like in general, just in general yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't get enough of these. <laughs> no, these I agree. Yeah. Films. Yeah. I'm yeah. laughing. Um, I'm all right. right, I'll go ahead and move on to number seven, and this is a film thanks to Mr. Brian and Jacob, and that is a Beautiful Mind coming with 14 points. Uh, Jacob, I'll go to you on this one. A Beautiful Mind. Yeah, this movie, man, it's. It's it's a great film, but it's also kind of trippy in a way. It has to do with mental health, and it's kind of like a psychological thriller. As well, he has schizophrenia. Yeah, as well as like a biopic type thing, and it's Russell Crowe is fantastic in it. And I, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but like the thriller aspect of it is is amazing. It it's really incredible, and. It's one of those movies that keeps you on the edge of your seat uh, during certain scenes. So I, I this is one Russell. Even though I have it number six, like I love all my one through six, and this movie, I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. Um, yeah, it has so, kind of a less than. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, go ahead. Oh, just really quick. I was gonna say yeah, for me, I I liked it. It looks really great. The second half of the film is a little. Kind of anticlimactic for me. That's the only reason I didn't put it on my list. It is very good. Uh, Ron Howard, I think, uh, the director of this one. Yes. Um, the cast yeah. is great. And it's Paul Paul Bettany's in this one too, right? Isn't he also in Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, without yeah, like I said, without spoiling, but yeah, it's it's a good movie. Probably should should be on this list. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, probably yeah. I mean, it won Best Picture and. Best Supporting Actress for Jennifer Conley, Best Director, uh, and Best Writing for Adapted Script Play, mm. uh, Screenplay. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, a great movie. Um, but yes, oh, 2001. God, that came out a lot longer. Yeah, he was <laughs> babyface still. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, well, getting into number six here, our final movie on the honorable mentions before we get to our official list. And this is thanks to uh, Gio, myself, and Keith. And that is the classic American gangster film with Denzel Washington. <laughs> uh, Gio and Keith, I will, uh, I will defer to you two on this one, uh, specifically because Keith actually challenged Gio to this one more recently. Um, thoughts on American Gangster and not actually cracking the top five. Gio, why don't you go ahead and start? Uh, this is one of Ridley Scott's best movies. Um, look, we, we know who Denzel is and what he brings to the big screen, but Russell Crowe is right there with him. Um, every scene that they were in, uh, Russell Crowe, his character is, you know, I mean, at times, you know, he, he's not very likable, and that just that's just a testament to. Mm -hmm. You know his dedication to to the to the role, and um, you know the this is very much a movie that that's carried by its its two leads um, for sure. Um, I remember when Keith uh, recommended it to me, and I've always wanted to watch it. When I finally did, it was just amazing. So, thank you again, Keith. Um, yeah, should have made the top five. Yeah, I agree. Agree. This is a. Uh... Every one of this was, I think I had it at number five, three. I don't remember what I had this one. I had it at number Keith. It was your number one. It was my number one. Yeah, it was your number one. <laughs> number one yeah. Is Russell Crowe like the second lead in the movie? Yeah, Frank Lucas or Denzel is is the main uh, lead. Yeah, yeah. Denzel Russell Crowe is leading the investigation going after okay. Denzel Washington. So they're kind of co leads. Okay, cool. 
Yeah. I think they're co-leads. I would kind of call them co-leads because, yeah. uh, yeah, they don't actually get together till well into the third act before they actually uh, uh, meet each other. No, um, no, it's, it's, that. it's uh, towards uh, the the uh, towards the end of the, of the second act. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's yeah, about okay. Yeah, about two thirds through. Uh, through. Um, yeah. It's a long time because well, <laughs> it's a long movie, but yeah, yeah, agree. <laughs> one of Ridley Scott's best, probably his last really great one up until the Martian. Yeah, the Martian. To be honest, um, yeah, I, I said up until the, yeah, you know, but uh, <laughs> a big gap in between though, <laughs> big gap in between. But yeah, if you haven't seen this, I highly, highly recommend it. A great cast, Josh Brolin in it. Uh, yeah, he plays a really great, a <laughs> great role as well. But you're right, Gio. Russell Crowe play, plays a guy who's really. He's, he's a jerk, to be honest. He's not a really good guy, um, but he's he is on the right side of the law for the most part. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, that, that that back and forth between him and Denzel and him and the other police as well, uh, it's really really great. So yeah, highly recommend it. Yeah, this movie right. was which one? L.A. Confidential. American Gangster. American Gangster. Okay, never mind. Uh, okay, so now we're at the halfway point. Before we get to our official top five, Anthony here has put in his Russell Crowe movies. Um, so he's got Gladiator at number one, State of Play at two, 310 to Yuma at three, uh, Proof of Life at four, The Insider at five, American Gangster at six, Beautiful Mind at seven, Cinderella Man at eight, Broken City at nine, and L.A. Confidential cracking the top mm. ten. I will say uh, State yeah. of Mind is definitely an underrated movie. I agree with him on that one. Maybe not that high, but it's definitely underrated. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Gladiator at number one. You have 310 to Yuma at number three, which... I'm cool with that. I think LA Confidential should be higher, but again, I haven't seen some of those movies. So, Proof of Life is okay. It's actually not that bad. Brian, I understand your joke. By the way, I might be the only one, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a joke from South Park where he just fights everyone around the world. Oh, yeah, this was after, yeah. after he was getting in trouble with fighting and stuff like so that. So his uh, real life, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, let's get into our top five, gentlemen. This is our official list of Russell Crowe's best movies, in our opinion, um, and beating American Gangster by just one point, by just one point, coming in with 21 points, is L.A. Confidential, the classic, nice. classic film. Uh, I absolutely love this movie. I've only ever seen it once, and it was definitely more recent than uh, closer to when it came out. Um I'll definitely have to revisit it, but uh, Jacob, I'll defer to you since you actually uh, checked it out today. It's fresh in my mind, man. This, like, oh my goodness. I This is a type of movie that I could see being on my favorite movies of all time list. Like, it is so good. I I was just, and I love, um, oh my goodness, what's his name? Uh, guy from Iron Man 3. Uh Guy, guy Pierce. Guy, guy Pierce. Pierce. I, guy, Pierce. I called him Guy. Wow. Um, I love Guy <laughs> Pierce. He he's he's that yeah. he's so like I know he was a big star at one point, but like Great he's not somebody that we talk about enough. Uh he's incredible in this movie. Their their dynamic and relationship together is incredible. Uh Kim Baskner is incredible. There's another actor that I don't want to mention is in this. The cast is amazing um overall, especially for the time it came out. And I was reading about it. I guess Guy Pierce and Russell Crowe weren't big stars at this point like this movie kind of made them in no, a way 1997 uh so i i totally could see that too because after this like oh my how do you not just rave about these two guys it's so because i mean i don't want to spoil anything has has all of us seen it no geo you haven't seen it oh, I almost, it was between that and memento for which one? geo you you would love this movie man you you really yeah, yeah. would um just the i'll say the journey that their characters take together is amazing one of the best i've ever seen like honestly yeah. it's it's great yep agreed directed by the late great curtis hansen who directed eight mile as well yes uh, i didn't realize that he directed eight yeah. mile which also has kim bassinger in it yeah exactly right exactly right so, so yeah man the, this is this movie I don't, I don't obviously like I spoil, but you get to the end and you're just like, ah, oh, geez, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, uh, Gio, yeah, I think both of you guys, Brian, you'd like it too, man. It's, it's not, it, it, it's not boring at all. It's, it's it, not slow. It yeah. Not, not at all. Boring for one second. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Moving into number four, 
Uh, coming in with 27 points, with so quite a jump. The first movie on our list that made all of our lists, and that is Man of Steel, the Superman film with Henry Cavill and uh, Russell Crowe playing his Faja. Uh, Gio, I will defer to you on this one, sir. Man of Steel ranking in at number four on our official list. Yeah, directed by Zack Snyder. Um, can't say enough things about Zack. He's incredible. But Who was it? All right. If you think about it, Russell Crowe had to take on a role that was iconic, largely on screen from Marlon Brando. And that is no easy task. Um, Russell Crowe, uh, his Jor-El character, presented one type of idea of, of how Superman uh, should be, whereas Kevin Costner's uh, Pa Kent presented another um, idea and I just loved the the contrast between uh, those two. Um, Russell Crowe has a little bit of everything in this movie. I mean, the opening scene uh, with the uh, uh, Civil War in Krypton and him just you know showing off his uh, action that he still had at at that time um, in his fight against uh, General Zod, and then later on he just becomes uh, pretty much a, a father figure that Clark Kent never met. And, um, you know, just showing him who he was truly meant to be. Um, great movie. Um, very, very standout role. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, can't say enough things about Man of Steel. I agree. I mean, I love the movie, obviously. I It is it is my favorite DCEU film. I mean, I, I don't think it's close. Come so. on, Rachel. Comment. Come on. <laughs> You know who casted uh, 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 Russell Crowe as Jor-El? Um, I like Black it. Snyder? <laughs> or the casting director. What? What's her name? Um, <laughs> that I don't know. Deborah Snyder? Um, all right. Well, if no other comments on Man of Steel, let's go ahead and get break into our top three here. Um, we haven't mentioned three movies, and I'm sure you guys all know uh, what they are. But jumping in, with 34 points, and so a, uh, a hefty seven points ahead of Man of Steel. Number three is one of the most underrated comedies of all time. That is The Nice Guys, Russell <laughs> Crowe and Ryan Gosling here from Shane Black. Um, I feel like I should take this one. Yes, personally. you definitely should. I, I feel like I should take this one personally. Um, I'll say this. This movie, uh, depending on days that I watch it, it goes back and forth between this and Gladiator for Russell Crowe's uh, best performance for me personally. Uh, I think he is so brilliant in this movie. Uh, obviously, a lot of that comes from his chemistry with Ryan Gosling and then playing off of each other. Uh, Shane Black is at peak Shane Black here, getting back to his trademark signature style of filmmaking and writing. Um, the movie flows so perfectly. They they fit the role so perfectly. He plays this brooding um, you know, PI that is going after stuff with brass knuckles and everything. And it's just such a great time. He looks like he's having fun. Um, and so if you've never seen the nice guys, it's a movie that did not make a lot of money at the box office, which is an absolute shame. I highly, highly recommend checking it out because it is so fun. Uh, and if you're a fan of those, you know, action comedies and, you know, old school type of comedies, um, this one is in the seventies. It's based in the seventies and it's, it's just, it's, perfect it is so perfect the storyline speaking of matt bomer earlier he's in the movie um you know we got we got our first appearance of angori rice in the movie you know playing uh in future spider-man movies um and so the nice guys yeah. it's it's uh it's just a great fun adventure especially with all the heavy movies that we get these days this is definitely a nice little bright spot so uh yeah the nice guys coming Absolutely. at number three yeah, I had I like this too. Movie. She's uh, Betty, oh Betty my Brandt, right? Betty Brant in Spider-Man. She plays Betty Brant, yeah. Brian, are you be, yeah. are you serious? Yeah, I was going to leave really? it off my list. Wow. I don't know if I just didn't, was maybe not in the mood or something when I watched it, but I didn't find <laughs> this movie funny at all. I, I appreciate well, your honesty, I but I, uh, and honestly, it is a comedy, but I think it's, uh, like a crime comedy. I don't know how to, I mean, a mystery comedy. I don't know. It's, there's more to it than just, it's not a straight up comedy, I would say, but I, I think I was going to say, I think it's one of the best movies of the 2010s. Like I, I really do. And that's, but I, I agree. I love your honesty, Brian, because I, I haven't heard anyone who had, doesn't like this movie, to be honest. Yeah. No, yeah. no, that's, that's, 
maybe maybe you know watch it again. Don't you know whenever you it's, get around to it's, it. Maybe post- it's funny that you say that, Keith, because it is one of those movies that I've you just constantly hear people love, 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 and I'm like, maybe yeah. I should watch it again. Maybe it was me, but um, yeah, yeah. I just remember I Look, just remember not liking number, it. So to, listen, my number one American Gangster. When I saw it in the theater, uh, it was the same thing. I was just kind of like, eh, it was okay. And then because I, I was in a different place at that time as well, I kind of just was just not in a happy place. But watching it again, maybe two, three years ago, I'm like, this movie's this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. I don't know. I don't know. So sometimes that, that happens, you know? Yeah, definitely. All right. Two, on to number two here. Um, Interesting enough. Well, I guess not interesting enough. And I won't say that because it might ruin it. Um, only beating the nice guys by two points here, coming in with 36 points, and Jacob having it the highest at number one. That is the James Mangold Western 310 to Yuma coming in at number two here. Um, Jacob, you can go and start us off, man. 310 to Yuma. Uh, I mean, look, very respectable spot coming in at number two. Yeah, it absolutely is. And I I think it probably has to do with most of us have seen it. Has Brian seen it? He's nope. the only one that has not. Yeah, yet. so four of us have seen it, which is most more than most of these movies. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's James Mangold. This is, you know, one of the movies I use in my defense of James Mangold as my favorite director working today. It is, I watched it like, I didn't watch it when it came out in theaters. I watched it a couple years, like three or four years ago. And I think, Gio, you actually pushed me to watch it. Did we not watch um, it together? No, I don't think we did. You had seen it already, and you pushed me to watch it. And I i mean, Christian Bale, uh, Russell Crowe, Logan Lerman is amazing in this movie. Ben I, Foster? Yeah, Ben Foster. Ben it's ben Foster. And right. Russell Crowe yeah. is an amazing bad guy. That, that's a great director who can play the hero. Oh, yeah. He can play the soft guy. Yeah. He can play the a-hole. He can play the villain. Yeah. And I just... I, I love this movie. I think Keith should talk about it too, though. <laughs> Listen, this before I when I first started my list, I put this right away. It was number one, and then I kind of went back and forth between my top three with Gladiator and American Gangster. But uh, uh, and only because I've only seen this movie twice is the only reason. I've seen the other two way more. That's the only reason I, I put it down at three. But completely agree. It's a remake of an older western. Um, one of the best remakes we've good. ever gotten. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, this is westerns are ones you can remake. I think this this remake and the True Grit remake are one of the rare ones where they're actually better than the original. Um, but yeah, dude, Christian Bale is so great in this film. Russell Crowe, obviously, uh, and you mentioned Bill uh, Ben Foster and Jacob. The more <laughs> the more we talk about it, I know we have this running thing, me, you, and Jake, with uh, Mangold and Denis Villeneuve. But man, I tell you. <laughs> You, you might be right, man. Every time I think about this, is one no. of the movies I think about. No, Keith, just wait till June. Just wait till June. Wait, but I think when Keith remembers that he directed Walk the Line is what pushes it. That always gets line. me. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that always gets me. That and uh, these two movies almost always get me. But Three Ten of Yuma is great. Brian, I'm, not, I'm trying to decide if Brian would like this or not. I mean, it's, it's a lot of action. <laughs> I can't remember. But, is it? I always mix it up. This there's like three movies that you guys that I mix up when one of them's the one that you guys always tell me that I should watch. And it's one of these Western-y. It's like 310. <laughs> okay. uh, Hell or High Water, maybe? Hell or High Water. Um, I think maybe oh, okay. There Will Be Blood. It's, which you it's, yes, There Will Be Blood, Hell or High Water, 310 to Yuma, and I think True Grit's the one I always, those four I always mix up. Which is the one you guys always tell me that I need to watch? Hell or High Water is what we've always said. I think okay. so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And and I'll I'll say this too, uh, before Hell or High Water came out, and it it goes back and forth because I haven't seen Three Ten to Yuma in a while. Um, in my entire lifespan, those are my two favorite westerns: Hell or High Water and Three Ten to Yuma. Those are like okay. untouchables to me. The movies are just absolutely brilliant. Uh, and like I said, I haven't I haven't seen Three Ten to Yuma in a very long time, and I'm definitely gonna have to go back and watch it. Um, but I remember having it on DVD. And and just checking it out and watching it, um, and Russell Crowe and Christian Bale, their dynamic together is just so good in this story of good guy and bad guy going on the run together. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm definitely not against it. And I wouldn't even argue if it came out at number one, to be honest, either. I was hoping it would, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way it would have been number one. There's no I way know. it would have been number one because there's only one movie that deserves to be number one. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? By far. That should have been your nickname for when you came in. And that is, that is the great, the great gladiator. And here's, here's the catch boys. It beat everything. It beat number two spot by 10 points. Wow. It beat 310 to Yuma by 10 points. I mean, we all had it really high. A, a clear number one here for gladiator, the Ridley Scott film. Um, who were the just, number ones, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I know myself, I was. Gio, and you all had it at number one. Uh, yeah. Keith had it at two, and Jacob had it at number four. Um, Jacob! <laughs> I love it, but the look at my top four, man. It's it's stacked. Yeah. This is a good time to say that my Gladiator pop figure is on its way. <clears throat> oh, my God. They um, have one for everything. So, they? look. Gladiator, this movie... Um, is just pure entertainment. And it, it goes back to that line, are you not entertained? It is just, I remember, and there's also a nostalgia factor here for me because um, I used to watch this movie with my dad growing up a lot, and he actually taught me mm. when I was younger, when I used to go up to bat, I would rub dirt in my hands like like Maximus would. Nice. And so there's a there's a big nostalgia factor here for me. Um, but Russell Crowe, Giamon Hansu, uh, Joaquin Phoenix... Um, and I'm forgetting her name, uh, Connie Nielsen, who plays uh, Napolita for the for the DC movies. I mean, Connie the cast Nielsen. is incredible. the The story is just uh, remarkable. The comeback story, being this general high up, going down to the lowest of the lows and finding his way back, and obviously that ending. That ending is just absolutely beautiful. So um, I didn't think that there was any way it would be beaten at number one, um, and so I'm very happy that it does end up at number one. Who will help me carry him? Oh man! Oh yeah, yeah. Good. That's a yeah. That's a great moment. Great moment. The Dumbledore, Dumbledore fighting Dumbledore. in this movie. The costumes, the cinematography, everything. Man. On Hans Zimmer. Is it the? Is it the masterpiece of Swords and Sandals? I mean, for it, for me, it is. I mean, it's my it's my number three movie of all time. I just looked at my rankings. It's my number three movie I mean, of all time. How can you argue? I definitely modern for because people could argue older films, but I, I would say so. I mean, for us and our, you know, the era we are in, yeah. <laughs> this was. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know this stupid lag on my internet. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, go um, ahead. Keith. You're fine. <laughs> um, I saw this in a theater. Um, I think maybe, I don't know, maybe a week later because I, I don't know, whatever, I don't know why. But uh, yeah, to me, the star of this movie is just, for me, Russell Crowe's awesome, all the accolades. Every, every, none of you are wrong about but Joaquin Phoenix is the star of this movie, man. Is I 100% this, this agree with you. Man, he's, he, he's no almost sympathetic. He's, he's almost sympathetic, but not really because he's a horrible person. But there's a lot of parts, <laughs> points of the movie where you're like, He's kind of he's kind of right. Some of as far as his uh, his direction for the for the nation or for the empire, I should say. Um, but I mean, Russell Crowe is like this is this is he's such a I don't want to sound it sounds kind of sexist. I don't mean to say, but it's such it's a very manly role for him. Like he's just like this, this is the most the toughest tough guy role I think he's he's played. Even maybe this in Three Ten to Yuma, where he's like this, this ultimate tough guy, um, but. He's 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 the classic reluctant hero, and it's because like the whole movie, like he just he doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be doing any of this, you know. And he's lost everything he loved, and yeah, this this is a classic movie if there ever ever is one. And just everything you said is right, man. I love love this movie. Love it, man. He's worked with Ridley Scott a lot, huh? At least on three yeah. films. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's an all-time great. I, it's you know, it, it really is. I mean, what more can we say about it? I I remember watching it as a kid too, and it's it's very violent, and it sticks to our theme that 
Rachel always gives us crap about. Of we love, <laughs> I guess we love violent movies. I don't know here at Apocalypse movies. Yeah, true. <laughs> it fits this the was, theme. It fits the theme. Yeah. This was my first rated R movie I ever got to watch. So, and oh. I can and I and I convinced my. <laughs> Uh, it was my dad. I convinced my dad because I want to say I was in like eighth grade ish. And I was like, we're learning about Romans and stuff. Like, this is such a good ex- like <laughs> thing. All right, fine. And boy, was this a good one to start I, with. That. I will I will never forget the the picture of him sobbing over um, burned bodies. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, that yeah. is just oh always remember it is, it. It is just so hard. And the, the arena scene. Uh, yeah. This is a it's a rough movie. Like I'm gonna go watch know. Gladiator. Sorry guys, I'm gonna go watch Gladiator. I wanna watch it too. Uh, any last thoughts, guys? <laughs> um let me let me run through the list one more time yes, before yeah, we do yes. get out of here. Um so from our honorable mentions 10 through 6, we have Boy Erased, the Mummy. Master and Commander, A Beautiful Mind, and uh, American Gangster. And then our official top five list, uh, starting out with number five, we have L.A. Confidential, number four, Man of Steel, number three, The Nice Guys, number two, 310 to Yuma, and number one is Gladiator. That is a fantastic list. I need to go catch up on some Russell Crowe movies. I need to watch, uh, <laughs> what's it called? Cinderella Man, I heard is amazing. I just I watched to Cinderella watch Man that. today. It's one of the best sports movies ever. Nice. Keith, you're but, wrong. Uh, listen, you're wrong. It, it, it's a good movie. It's just quite historically inaccurate. If you, but, uh, like, it's a movie. Who cares? Yeah. Hey, I do want to say shout out to uh, shout out to Laura Kennedy and Christy Carlson. They are the casting directors of Man of Steel. Just we always talk about that, and I just want to give them a shout out because that they do fantastic work. (laughs) But speaking of that, we're going to be covering DC Fandom tomorrow. The Geo's the guy; he's going to be leading the way. We're we're here to follow, and it's going to be a blast. We're all going to be popping in on all these panels. Don't forget to check us out tomorrow live. I'm sure with all the times you can find some time in your day to come check us out. So we would greatly appreciate it. And of course, we're going to cover it all in depth on Tuesday news day, this upcoming Tuesday. Thank you all for watching for Jacob, for geo, for Keith, for Brian and Jake. We will see you all next time.